You got two trucker they're, hats uh, they're, back there. They're, 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 they're branded hats. They're from my company. Right. And now, do you do that just so, like, hopefully you're on a video call and somebody sees that and they think to themselves, like, Cam, Cam LeClaire, real team player? Pretty much. It's just to have some logo there because I don't, also don't know where to put those hats, so I figure that's a good spot for them. Yeah, because you don't wear them. Sometimes when the sun's really bright and it goes on my face, I put them on, but that's about it. Yeah, so like mo- like most reasons why you would wear hats. I guess, yeah. When sometimes it's sunny. Fix my hair. Uh, you need to fix your hair. You're having a good hair day today, though. It's okay. It looks uh, it, it's it's like it it looks like it's styled to look messy. You know. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you know, I wasn't like going for that. That kind of thing where uh, yeah. you know, like the uh, I just woke up. My hair, uh, my hair. Did it just end up like this? Did I just get out of bed? Is it four o'clock? Oh yeah, my God. Cam, you, uh, you, what? Yeah, I just woke up. I'm so sorry. I'm just so sorry. Did I not get back to your text this morning at 10 a.m.? Sorry. Oh, so sorry. I was out all night. I was out all last night. I was at Top Golf last night. Sinking putts, bagging sluts. One thing, two things you can't do at Top Golf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Putts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course, yeah. You know, um, <laughs> famously known as a driving range only, Cam. You sort of tried to take a new. Uh, you you tried to sort of putt. Yeah, I tried uh, to putt off the balcony, and I'm like, damn, can't sink anything today. It didn't even work. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, you, your your follow through was great. Uh, but unfortunately, you know, you're kind of on the balcony, you're that second floor balcony there. You're, the ball just kind of fell straight down. Your club head speed is coming in at two miles an hour, ball speed at one. Uh, looks, I think you put a little more behind that drive. Yeah. And that's the, yeah, it was all kind of focused on drives and you were really focused on, uh, uh speeding up your putting game. I think that's going to be one of, uh, you know, one of the things you're going to work on for this upcoming season. It's all about your stroke. That's what they say. That's what they say. And yeah, and I, a little bit ironically for you, Cam, because you just suffered a stroke. <laughs> well, it's been a it's been a holiday. You're trying to take strokes off of your game, uh, while take you know, them off your game, put them on your heart. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Where do the where do the strokes go? Right? They don't go nowhere. They don't. Uh, well, they're supposed to go on tour. Uh, you know, playing the Is summer that a triple entendre. Playing this summer with Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, is Julian Casablanca their front man? Did I get that right? Casablanca, Casablanca's, but yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, close. Yeah. Hey, look at me, pop culture. That was Some pretty good. The pop culture king. That was pretty good. Well, I think we had mentioned on the show before. Uh, old slobs know Julian Casablanca's father was Donald Trump's daughter's modeling agent. Uh, I think we kind of broke that here on the show. That everyone's favorite grunge. Um, you know, early 2000s grunge group. The Strokes are really just the children of a bunch of millionaire, millionaire, absolute millionaire, rich New York City. Uh, Financy, you know, finance, uh, working in stock exchange, uh, the Dow Jones. Yeah, but I mean, he's not, I don't think he's complaining that much about like, uh, life's unfair. You know, that's not oh, his. No, his no, game. no, that's not his mo. So but I it feel is like a, it's not hypocritical. Oh, it's just, yeah. You know what I mean? It, we don't have to hate on him for his lyrics. You just hate on him because he's rich, I guess. I, oh, like, I guess I'm not hating on. I'm not hating on okay. the jokes at all. But it's just that it is that kind of funny thing. 
I guess you know. I guess when you don't when you don't wear your wealth, you know right. when uh, you know when when you're not you know at the Met Gala or you're wearing Sh- Gucci Chanel when you're just in black jeans and a white T-shirt, people assume you're poor. <laughs> but that's not necessarily the case. I think if you're in music, people assume you're poor. That's true. And you're not like the Rolling Stones. The only profitable band, the Rolling Stones. Rolling Stones, Beatles, and Ludacris. The three sole profitable music acts. Yeah, and Snoop Dogg, because apparently he came up with his own metaverse. His own metaverse? Yeah, I'm not really, I can't really wrap my head around the whole concept of it, but I'm sure one day I'll uh, own own some land. You think you're going to own digital land before you own uh, physical, <laughs> real-world land? Yeah, well, my thought is if I buy one of those um, plots that they advertise a lot of time in Scotland where you can become a lord if you get one foot of square property. Okay. And then just get squatter's rights and build a house on that, expanding to other people's, saying I have tenant property and moving on from there. Selling... Selling that house off for a paperclip and then doing the paperclip challenge up to a Camaro. Selling off the Camaro for Meta Worlds. Meta World Landscape. Meta. So I, meta Worlds. Metaverse? Metaverse. No, I think, I think he went back to Ron Artest. I think he's just Ron Artest now. I think he gave up well, that whole thing. Meta World Peace Real Estate. Is it real estate when it's a metaverse? I would call it digital state. Ooh. That's a term. That's a term. I may, I made, Are you ready? I made it up right now. No, I am not ready for this podcast. So let's just get let's let's just start it. Let's just, let's just start recording. Oh, we. Continuing <laughs> tonight on two C's in a pod. Ninety-six point seven on your. Two C's in a pod, 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 NBC, call me up. You can play me anytime. Now you, now you said this the other day. Something to do with syndication. What do you mean? I did, a television show has to be a hundred episodes before it's allowed to be repeated. Uh, yeah. So once you get to a hundred episodes, you get more pay for it, and then it's able to be like repeated consistently on, um, television. So oh, I don't know the full definition okay. of it. it's like that's why you see episodes of Seinfeld all the time everywhere because it's the. Because it's the the funniest show it, it, ever. Well, it because it has a hundred episodes. Oh, okay, okay, and that's why we don't see Lost all the time. <laughs> um, did that not get to a hundred? Uh, maybe not. A hundred episodes. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. Big uh, big thing for you. My name's Cameron Osborne. Oh, that's Cameron Claire. Uh, so broadcast care. indication is the practice of leasing or the right of broadcast and television to radio programs to multiple television stations and radio stations. So once it hits 100, we are no longer only part of 2C's network. We're now part of anybody who wants it. So that's why it's no longer just Seinfeld on NBC. It can be on MTV. It can be on CBC. It can be on whoever. Syndication, baby. 
Syndication. We're in syndication, baby. That's it. Not only are we available on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Premium, Spotacast, uh, Cam, that was uh, one of your ventures from um, early on, I think, in the first hundred, epi- uh, in the first hundred episodes. Uh, one of the many things I came up with at one point and didn't follow through with, unlike my naming of uh, sports figures after every episode, which I haven't missed, and uh, unfortunately do not have a number for today because that segment is now over. Yeah, segment's over. Segment's over, folks. We sh- we, you, you never know you're in the good times until they're happening or, or, some, or something like that. Yeah, till they're till they're done. To, to here for a good time. We're here for a, not a long time. Good, good, good time. Uh, uh, Meet me in Margaritaville. We'll bam, have bam, ourselves bam. some wine. Cheeseburgers in paradise. Did I tell you I went to his hey, restaurant? I said it twice. Yeah, the one in Vegas. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, you didn't. But I've uh, I've been to. You said it sucked. Yeah. I went to the Margaritaville in Florida when I was on a vacation there one time. I don't really remember it. I probably just got a cheeseburger. Yeah, I mean that's they didn't have anything. They had, they said they had the world's best martini or not martini, sorry, Margaritaville. Oh my god, Jesus, best margarita. Yeah, th- now this is interesting. Yeah, because they did the, the location is the brick and mortar location is called Margaritaville. However, they do they do advertise their famous martini. Yeah, no, my uh, my casino said they didn't have the best martini. They said they had Vegas's largest martini, which I wasn't sure if that's something you should be proud of because that's not that difficult. Yeah, and b- b- the big biggest isn't necessarily the best. Correct. Um, especially when it comes to, because really, like, what's the limit on the size of the martini you could sell? Like, if you had a like a I child's mean, blow up pool. <laughs> yeah, and you put it in a triangle shape. That, as I mean, long yeah. as it's with that, with a jar of olives in it, that could count. <laughs> with a a full jar of, va- of 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 olives with the brine, don't forget the yeah, brine. With the lid on, just throw it in the pool. Yeah. It is now a martini. It's now a martini. It's now, and they call it they call it a dirty martini because uh, yeah, you use a hockey stick and put it right through the uh, jar, and mm-hmm. then you have it sticking through. Yeah. It's a it's a, it's a landmark, just like the golden nickel or the giant nickel in Sudbury. The the gold if if if, if uh, old slobs you remember you're Canadian, uh, um, known for the their nickel? gold, Sudbury known for their gold. Uh, now the golden nickel uh, is that a a uh, a nickel like covered with like it's kind of like plated with gold or is it a you know the one. There's a giant one somewhere. Uh, yeah, it's in Sudbury, Cam. It's the. It's oh, right there. It is right it's, there. It, it is a nickel, right? <laughs> yeah, because nickel is the metal. But Cam, what you're describing is a gold covered. Like it's like you kind of like it's like you took one piece of chocolate. It's like you took dark chocolate and then covered it with white chocolate. Right. No, it's like the wrapper around your uh, chocolate gold coins that you get at. Sometime of the year, sometimes. Sometimes they don't really have a holiday. Yeah, no, Banking that's just, holidays. That's just yeah, do general. You get, do you get gold coins? <laughs> that's just general chocolate you get. I think uh, when I have kids, I think that's what I'm going to do. On banking holidays, I will give them one chocolate gold coin to remind them that it's a banking holiday. And what are the banking holidays? Most days that banks are off, but people have to work. For oh, example, okay. Veterans Day. Oh, okay. 
something like that. Right. Things like that. Um, Natural Truth and Reconciliation Day. Banking holiday. Okay. Uh, Things like that. What about the day? What about the last day that you can contribute to your RRSP? Is that going to be a day that they'll get a little bit of chocolate? You know, because that's an important day in that's banking. That's an important banking day. Yes, that is a big important banking day. Taxes deadline. Banking holiday. Banking holiday. Right. Okay. And this is how this is how you train capitalists. Right. 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 Because not only that, you're going to force your children to become bankers. Um. And they, and they say, what what interests you to the job? And they're in where they go. Ever since I was young, I've celebrated every banking holiday. And they would just go, you're hired. Yeah. You're you're that passionate about banking. You haven't missed one. Well, yeah. Ask me the date. Not not just the date of everyone. Ask me the weather on the day, I'll tell you. I remember every one of them. Every single one. Every single one yeah. you remember, Cam. Um, I, I, got a, I got a little bit of a side deviation, but I... I let me get this out and get it recorded before I forget. Oh, okay. I was outside right before we started this and um, just came home from, I went to see if Walmart's open to get some pie crust. Not open today. When Walmart doesn't close, I thought, first of all. No, no, but New Year's Day is one of those days, right? It's a time and a half day. So a big place like Walmart that has, you know, let's say 50 some odd employees working at one time, they don't want to pay 50 people time and a half. Fair enough. Uh, anyway, so I come back in the car, and there's a white van outside on my driveway, and I'm like, fuck. Because I, I wasn't sure if I locked my door or not. Um, my door was locked. That wasn't the problem. And he had a handicap thing on the front. I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm not sure what this guy's doing. As I'm walking to my door, someone starts banging on the back window. And I'm like, what the fuck? Because whenever you see a white van... And then someone slamming on the back and it's tinted glass. You get a little bit nervous. And this is just parked out front of your house. Yeah. Okay. So I go up to the car and I'm like, is everything okay? And he just flashes me the handicap thing. And he has a like N95 mask on. And I'm like, it looks kind of normal. Like, but also I don't really know what to think of this. So I go inside this is unrelated, but I think it might have scared him a little bit. And I grabbed a golf club because I wanted to go hit balls in my front yard. And I did hit balls in my front yard, those little plastic ones. But mm-hmm. I think he assumed I was coming out to attack him because pretty soon after that, he left. I did get, it was BTRV, I think, on the first four digits. So I'll have to ask Shannon tonight if anyone's been abducted. But that was interesting. If any par- if any paraplegics have been, <laughs> or just have a person, or like, just a person, or just a person. Wow. I mean, just because he flashed me that sign, maybe I should have followed up. Did like, are we sure that that's it? I don't know. What do you do in that situation? You just go, no problem here. Yeah, that's a weird. Can I get proof of life? That's a that's a, well, that's, that's proof of life back there. But that's a weird one. That's a weird one. I always thought that like tinted windows like wasn't allowed. I, good point. Very good point. I, I don't remember, know that. I always remember seeing that, or if you're watching like cops or live PD, people are always getting pulled over for having too tinted of windows. Right. And they're like, what's back there? You're like, it's a person, but I have this little handicap thing. You're like, ah, keep going. Were they handicapped or was the person in the truck? That's, that's bizarre. Fuck if I know, man. Like, I, the best case scenario, he was just picking up someone that was handicapped and that person was slamming against the window for whatever reason. 
Worst case scenario, I just forgot the license plate number and someone got abducted. But hey, at least they had the mask on. Hey, but I came in and checked. My dog, my dog was still here, so you know what? I'm I'm she, happy. Shannon, Shannon hasn't responded to her phone in uh in about four and a half hours, but the dog. Is, yeah, she left her phone upstairs too, which is weird. She weird, never I've does never, that. She never leaves the home without it. She's she left never her, done that. She left her keys. Yeah. She left her wallet. Uh, but hey, some people just want to go for a walk. Yeah, she left her shoes here too. But I mean, that's the new thing, right? Yes, I did see kids. Kids are walking, walking around now. Barefoot, yeah, walking barefoot. New year, new year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a trend. People going on TikTok, walking around with no shoes on, yeah. and no wallet, no keys, no phone, no headphones. Yeah, it's a thing. It's, it's a like getting thing. in touch with the world. Yes, feeling the feeling the concrete beneath your toes. I did feel a little bad for going out with the golf club because I didn't intend to scare him. Um, but I feel like I might have scared him a little bit. Yeah, you but I did hit balls in my front yard. I mean, like it wasn't that I was going there like threatening. I went to the front yard with a plastic ball and on the front yard hit plastic balls to just see if I can make good contact with my new club. And I, you know, I think probably he's looking at it like this is a weapon as well as a training tool. But I'm looking at it a little bit differently. Well, Actually, I'm kind of looking at us both too. Well, I guess we'll have to keep our eye out on Vangate. Vangate 2021. BTRV? Should have wrote it down. Should have written it down. Should have written it down. Uh, you don't want to be the guy taking pictures of license plates, especially when he's doing good deeds, right? What if he's just like picking people up volunteering? I don't want to be the guy stalking him. Or, or other side of things, Charlie Manson. Other side of things, what's going on with Gilbert Grape? Okay. Other side of things. Yes. Fill in the blank. Yes. Now I was talking to Phil in the. <laughs> I was talking to Phil the other day. You just mentioned him, Phil in the blank, and he was also confused about whatever the hell is going on. <laughs> uh, anyway, so that's uh, that's that's my interesting story of the day. Yeah. Well, we'll have to stay tuned. Uh, let us know two at gmail dot com. Does uh? Yeah. What do you think? What, did have you seen an unmarked van? <laughs> an unmarked van, uh, rolling around, um, all white. Windows tinted, let us yeah. know. Two seasonspodgmail.com or contact nine one one. Scary stuff. Yeah. Scary stuff. It really is. Right on. Okay. Well, um, good stuff. We're done with the Christmas break. Mm-hmm. Uh we're back back to Holiday tomorrow. break, please. Please. Holiday break. What did I say? You said Christmas. The Christmas break, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah, because as you know, uh, old slobs know, we don't celebrate uh, Christmas or Santa. We uh, we celebrate the man uh, who, lives, Christ guy. who lives in the South Pole. Of course, we celebrate South Pole Santa. South Pole Santa, and he's black. He's black. Uh, he has a mustache. But he's, no other beard. And it's one of those thin mustaches. Yeah, th- very thin Vincent Price-style mustache. He's owned by the Pepsi Company. Um, and he wears Canadian tuxedos, not a red suit. Yeah, he wears Canadian tuxedo, and um, he rides in a sleigh that's he pulls reindeer. All the, he and pulls all the, the reindeer. All of them have red noses except for one. <laughs> wow, South Pole Santa. Yeah, what as we know, we celebrate South Pole Santa. But South Pole Santa, he, he um, comes on June twenty first. Well, that's a fu- that's the funny thing. He comes every single other day. Of, he comes every day of the year except. For Christmas, wow! What a hero! He walks Just right. Like in, he walks right in your front door. 
I like to think of that as he, the, uh, the... He shoves milk and cookies down your throat. <laughs> Jesus. Instead of giving you coal, you have to give him presents. Yeah, yeah, you, you yeah, you get you give you give him presents uh, when he comes to your house, or you can go uh, to the um, mall parking lot if you want him to sit on your lap. Instead of making a list, he's on every list. Well, he he, he, <laughs> makes, he, he, make, he makes a list, but he he, he doesn't check it again. <laughs> One check, single check, just one check on the list for South Pole Santa. A lot of mistakes on there. A lot, a lot of mistakes on that list. <laughs> Never seen Jimmy with three M's. Uh, so yeah, you are right. Uh, South Pole Santa. Um, we we've uh, we finished our celebrations of him and uh, the entire holidays, and the New Year's is over. New Year's, yeah, you New got Year's hammered over. last night. I'm I'm. We are rough over here. Um, in our uh, in our apartment, we're both we're both feeling the uh, feeling the effects of ushering in the new year. Did you guys host a party? I won't tell. Uh, no, we didn't host. We went out. Oh, nice! Yeah. Out to a bar? No, no, no. Just out to uh, f- uh friend's place. Nice. Catch COVID yet? Six or eight of us, I think there was. Joe. You can't be doing that kind of stuff, dude. And, uh, yeah, and it was fun. But, yeah, definitely feeling the effects of the whole thing this morning. I slept in until probably 1230. Uh, I still haven't eaten any food. I don't think I can keep anything down yet. I think after this Ooh, show. You're that rough, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was you're pre- like level four hangover. Yes, yeah. It was It was pretty okay. bad. It was pretty bad. I'll, care, I'll carry the shit out of this show. <laughs> Well, we're twenty. Oh, I, we're, we're twenty-two minutes in, Cam. Someone's better be carrying some of it. Jesus Christ! I'm telling pedophile stories, telling you about fill in the blanks. My favorite co- co-host, of course, fill in the blanks. His show is coming up right after ours. Uh, we we booked him. We booked him here on Tuesday's Pod. Fill in the blank. Uh, his new show um, will be coming out a little bit later. Uh, I was yeah. over at um, Connor and Shane's and all of them last night. And they got way more fucked up than I did to the point where I was able to drive home at 1230 at night because I, I don't know, three beers. And trying to play Pandemic with three dudes that are like way more fucked up than you are can get pretty frustrating. But then again, we lost anyway. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's uh, a tough game to win on a normal yeah. day. Oh, yeah. But that when is you're a difficult with, game. I mean, they were actually pretty good with it even though they're fucked up. Um and yeah anyway so then i probably got to bed at two and was woken up by a barking dog this morning who wanted to go outside or go play frisbee well and the crazy thing was it wasn't darla see i don't know whose dog this is and i don't know where i woke up <laughs> but we're keeping i woke up at i woke up at the dog park <laughs> somehow uh, some other dog wanted to play and you sort of went right into your normal self and you started playing with <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Morning, morning, happy new year. Can you grab me a coffee? We're at a dog park, sir. We're in a dog I didn't park. ask where we were. I said, could I have a coffee? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's good shit. We got a new year. We probably make some new goals for the year. Um, you know, get get that listener up one more would be good. Okay, so uh, Cam, um, uh, th- at this time last year, 
Uh, we're we, not talking about last year's goals because they didn't happen. They were they weren't good. Okay, we'll, we'll go over it next week. Okay, but we didn't hit a lot of them. <laughs> now I think yours involved reading books. I have five books and I think I got three in. And then eventually, a... reading books turned into okay. I can listen to them on tape. No, I I definitely listened more than one audio book. But no, three three books down. Um, didn't get to five. So this year I'm setting quarterly goals so that I don't have to wait till the end of the year to fail on them. That's more good. accountability this way. That's good. Okay. Uh, yours was play disc golf every day or something, or it was something. It was play play. It was every week. Get every it, week. Get you it. Think you, you get... Well, I well you hated that right away. You hated yes. my resolution because I didn't think it was realistic. I thought mine were realistic. I still didn't achieve them, but I could. have. <laughs> No, well, okay, so I wanted to I wanted to get out and play around disc golf every week. But what yeah. you didn't like about that was that you wanted me to set a number, 52. Well, that's what you did set, technically. I remember us having the... We, we can go back and listen to the tape. Old Eddie, did you slobs, hit your goal? Old slobs remember, and then I was like, well, what if I play two in one week and then zero the next week? You know, it's not it's not a number. It's, I, it's You just want to get out and do as often as you can. Gotcha. And? Did, did I play 50 rounds? I may have gotten close. I was twice a week up until June, and then I got back to work. My schedule slowed down a bit, but then, you know, I'm still playing once a week now. I'm, so I may have actually gotten close to 50 rounds. And I know what you're asking, Cam. Did I knock 50 strokes off my game? Uh, the answer is no. I probably added a few. <laughs> probably added some more. Uh, but, hey, that's just how it goes, you know? Rome wasn't been, built in the well, day. Somehow, I don't know if it's been from hanging around you, but uh, my YouTube uh, short things like those TikTok little video things. I've been getting a lot of clips for frisbee golf and just showing incredible shots through forest. Got way more respect for the game now. Good. I didn't know there was so much forest involved. The with whole, it. Oh, I not, was, the majority of courses are just forests. The oh, the, so my local I, I call my home track golf course has also a frisbee golf course. If you came to Waterloo, I could play nine, you could play nine, and then I could play nine, you could play nine. Uh, we could do ball golf and nine, disc golf. Disc golf nine. That'd be that'd fun. Be pretty, that'd be a pretty sick day. That'd be a pretty fun day. What do we wear, though? Uh, um, Goofy-looking pants for when we're playing ball golf. Okay. Uh, something that really kind of adds, you know, maybe padded up so makes our asses just look so fat. Um, unless like diaper it's, fat. Yeah, unless it's Sunday, then we wear red. <laughs> we have to wear red on Sunday. <laughs> unless it's Sunday, then we wear red. Uh, yeah, that, that that would be a, that would be a lot of fun. You know, I could bring up. Uh, I have a lot of extra discs that can be used, and you know, you can walk around with your own pack, and I'll have mine. Yeah, and I have two sets of golf clubs here, so you just not come up with golf clubs. Fantastic. Well, of course, you know, we got to plan our next uh, our next sports weekend. Whenever I come yeah. up uh, to visit next, um, hopefully, maybe we'll wait for some things to freeze a little bit. And so for uh, maybe some things to heal, too. Freeze and heal so we can, uh, not you, Darla, you don't have to heal. No, she's looking outside. I think she's, she might give me a little little yips. And uh, yeah, whenever things freeze up, I, I think, Cam, that'll be appropriate for us to uh, get out there, yeah. play some shinny with some, with, some, with some neighborhood children again. I was playing um, hockey this weekend up at my cottage. Uh, someone got a rink going, and I was playing. That's great. Yeah, it was pretty sick. How'd you feel getting back out there? Um, I won most games. Um, I didn't get hurt, so 
that was the big thing. Just don't get hurt. Yeah. I'm still recovering and just didn't want to like go too hard and rip something or walk off the course and be like, that was a bad idea. So none of that happens. So overall success. That's great. That's great. We're still not training Muay Thai yet. We're still going to come back. Uh, we're doing a little bit of hand speed work, but like definitely no kicking to like don't really engage the core that much. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I, I think we're, we're, I, we're, I have the doctor's appointment this week, I think. And we'll just tell him like, hey, what's up? Here's what's going on. And hopefully he doesn't like, oh, you ripped this like day two. Because that would really piss me off. Oh, yeah. Like, if it's been like this the whole time and you didn't know. If he's like, you haven't done anything. You've just made it worse this whole time. <laughs> I'd be like, fuck. Uh, but I don't know. I, I think I'm good. We'll see. I got my, my booster shot in, like, a few days. Something mm-hmm. like that. So that should be something. That's Oof. something. Yeah, something to do. It's I die from it. But, yeah. Um, I got... I got an extra spicy game this week if you want to play. I want to play it, Cam. Uh, why don't you give it to us? It is bringing it back for episode 100. All new questions. It's the Wheel of Death. Death. A favorite. A favorite. Had to bring it back for a syndication episode because this one's going to be the first one you see on NBC. We're in syndication, baby. Yeah. Incredible. I'm just pulling up my questions. All right, Cameron. We all know how the game is played. We spin a wheel with undesirable questions, which you must answer. Uh, Give it your best answer, and we will see what happens. Let's see if we can share the screen or if this will work. Okay, just give me the heads up when you can see. We got it, baby. Okay, the um, topics for the week this week. Let me pull these up here. The Phantom of Loma. Snitches get bitches. Fool me twice, you can't get fooled again. <laughs> Is that a cream pie recipe? <laughs> Subscribe to my only cams. But Uncle Larry, is that your wee-wee? And sorry, how many fingers? <laughs> okay, okay. All right, an an extra spicy version of spin the wheel here, at Cam. Let's give it a let's give it a spin. You ready? Ready for it. Let's go. Okay. And also a Cam's pick. <laughs> there we go. The category is that a cream pie recipe? Okay. <laughs> what? Would be in your browser history in the last two days, not including non or not including incognito mode. That would you'd be ashamed to show your employer. Um. Well, I guess probably any of the things. Uh, I I have gone to work. I was at work yesterday and the day before. So I guess really you would just be showing them like, hey, this was what I was looking at when you were paying me. So maybe maybe like everything, in that same yeah. kind of way. Um. Uh, something that they, something I wouldn't want to show my employer, though. Uh, nothing really. I'm not out there looking for new jobs while working the job I have. I could see that as being something out there. No, my, uh, my, my, my history the past couple days have been a pair of headphones I'm looking at. You know when you want to buy, like, you're gonna buy something? But, and you just and it's just like it sit two thousand times exactly yeah. right and you're like there's the back thing in the back of your head just like just fucking buy it you're going to buy this anyways yeah, I know you're you're like waiting for it to drop 
70 it's, uh, no it's on it's on a great best buy box, boxing oh, day deal yeah. and you're like just fucking yeah. buy it already like you, you you've re you've read every positive review of it and you ignore every negative review of it you're like it looks great it looks great <laughs> so there's been a lot of that in my search history but maybe actually though uh we were running this event all month at work and it was a little lame it kind of, I mean, you know, I mean, we're working it every day, so it certainly started to feel a little bit lame. So every day, at one point in the evening, we would get there and search the one-star reviews for uh, <laughs> the holiday event. It was kind of, it kind of came in like a little bit of a tradition for us, too. Every day, we'd search, search for the one-star reviews and then just kind of agree with them all. Like, yeah, I get it. Uh, so I bet, I bet an employer wouldn't want to see that. No, they don't typically like that. No. Also, looking up Reddit forums that say, how do I deal with my shitty job? They probably don't like seeing stuff like that. Probably not. Um, how to get back at my employer. Um, yeah. Stuff um, like that. Uh, uh, yeah, just kind of a few keywords like job, stealing, is it legal? You know, <laughs> just sort of general things like that. Cream pie recipes. Exactly. All right. Let's give this thing another spin here, Cameron. Subscribe to my only cams. Cameron, as a man who enjoys his time on Twitter, probably had a Facebook a while back and maybe even a MySpace years ago. What is the cringiest thing you have ever posted on any social media platform that you can look back on? Um, specific examples. I don't think I can remember a specific one. But certainly, uh, I, I I fell into the um, posting song lyrics in high school. Ooh. Definitely remember doing that a couple times. Or do you remember uh, tough. when MSN, it would be like you had your screen name, and then underneath it, you could put a little like tagline on it. And yeah. I can certainly recall that tagline of my MSN being, you know, the lyric that is pertinent to whatever emotions I'm feeling right now. Oh, you know, like worst. that kind of thing. Yeah, I'm sure you even did a classic Facebook status. Cam, Cam Osborne is, period. Uh, oh, one? okay, one of those. Yeah, Maybe, maybe I did, maybe I did. But certainly, I think anything cringy would be me posting a song lyric uh in a way that's pretty bad that you know that was you know saying how i felt or something yep. like that uh I'm i did i did that one time to impress a girl and oh god i still think about it to this day oh <laughs> well, yeah well now you're engaged so yeah uh, crazy <laughs> yeah something yeah definitely it was definitely something like that uh song i know lyrics. it didn't work I'm, i still post it every day to see if she comes back to me or I think I remember uh, posting a song lyric one time and then somebody going like, yo, that lyrics or like that song's about suicide or something like very pertinent. And I was like, oh, wow, didn't mean it like that, uh, but, but just was trying to impress someone. Dude, one time I was doing a project for health class and it was about suicide and it was just like doing research. I don't even know how it came up. My parents came to me like, how you doing, big fella? Like uh, doing some doing some research online about some stuff. And I'm like, yeah. I was like, what are you, what are you talking oh, about? Oh, so they uh, thought you were. They thought I was gonna kill myself. <laughs> That's okay. I think um, when I uh, I bought the Simple Plans first album, no pads, no helmets, just balls, and I asked my dad if we can listen to it on the way to the cottage, and it's just him and I in the car. And I think at one point he uh, just turns down. Uh, the music, and he says, Cameron, like, 
you don't feel this way, do you? <laughs> and I like, was like, what? I don't feel it, but this I I <laughs> no. express it. Exactly. I'm 12 years old. I'm like, what the hell? What are you talking about? I like the song. He's like, oh, okay. I, I like it was like it, looking back at it. I was like, oh yeah, my dad saw this or heard this, and he was like, wow, red flag. Yeah, big red flag. Big red flag. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. That's a a big no-no. I don't know how to explain that to people. You can't explain that to your parents when you're nine years old that, no, when I listen to Jeff Rosenstock, it's because it's pumped up and happy, not because he's talking about getting drunk all alone in a hotel room. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Come on, mom. Come on, mom. You don't even stand me. (laughs) All right, let's give this one more spin. Sure. Fool me once. Shame on me. Fool me twice. You can't get fooled again. All right, Cameron. What is the most ridiculous thing someone has tricked you into doing or believing? Mm. The most, yeah, the most ridiculous thing. Uh, oh, yeah, just being gullible. I'm sure there were things as a kid. Um, Someone told you, yeah, uh, something ridiculous. So yeah. one thing that comes to mind. It's it's a nice it's it's a nice story. It's not uh it's not embarrassing or uh, whatever like that. Uh, it was like my my mom used to make uh she does fajitas all the time. You know, like soft nice. shell. You know, chicken, yeah. onion, you know, the, the whole thing. And I, my mom would make them for me all the time. And when my stepdad, when her and my stepdad started dating, she she made them for us one day, right? And I was probably yeah. like, yeah, you know, I'm like eight years old, whatever. And he tells me, he's like, I've never had fajitas before. And I was like, what? I was like going nuts. And then I was like showing him how to, you know, how to wrap the fajita. And like, oh, you got to put, you got to put the, the, the sour cream on first. And then you spread it around the, the, the tortilla shell with the spoon. And then you, like, I'm showing him how to make it. And he played yeah. along. He, uh, he, he, he led me to believe that, um, he had never eaten fajitas before. And then it wasn't until, you know, and then I thought nothing of it. You know, it was like, that's how you do it, Chris. Haha. <laughs> and then years, years, years later, uh, he reminded me of the story um, that I didn't really remember, but I remembered it happening. And he was like, yeah, right. like I, you you were just so happy to show so, to show me how to like wrap a tortilla, <laughs> or how, to, I, how to wrap fajitas that he just he just played along. And uh, here's the second thought. Chris is lying to you today and actually had no idea. How yeah. These things now worked. he's trying to save face. And yeah. now he's like, he's like, obviously I knew how to <laughs> save fajitas. I knew how to wrap them. Obviously Faji- I've had fajitas? a fajita yeah. before. Yeah. I mean, uh, the Spanish one. Yeah. Obviously I've been to Mexico. Tex-Mexico. I've been to Tex-Mexico. Yeah. But so that was one that, um, you know, he pulled the wool over my eyes, but I was a kid and it was, you know, it was fun. All right. One more spin. Yeah, let's do one more spin. All right. Let's see what we can get here. Another one because we've already hit that one. No, we don't want. We've already done the cream pie recipe. Yeah, because you're not remo- you're not removing them as you go. I Oh, I guess. Yeah, he says close and remove and then you. We'll go to this one here. Wow, but Uncle Larry, that's your wee wee. Cam, do you know what this is referring to? Um, 
No, I, I don't know this reference, no. Oh, okay. So in grade six uh, health class, they all showed this video about how to identify pedophiles. And the punchline was, but Uncle Larry, that's your penis. And, he, and he'd be like, Shh, don't tell anyone about this. This will be our little secret. Okay. And it was the whole message of like, if your uncle tries to take you and show him your penis, tell someone Ridicule about it. the size of his penis. But, right, uh, but Uncle right. Larry, Make him why, feel like is less it, of a man. why is it bending to the left? <laughs> I've never seen one like that, Uncle Larry. Why is but it smaller Uncle, than mine? Uncle Larry, why is yours so much smaller than Daddy's? <laughs> your brother has a huge cock. <laughs> uh, <laughs> why is your cock so much smaller than your brother's? <laughs> you must feel so you emasculated. Must feel, you must feel like such a, such a, such a less of a man. <laughs> Would you even call? Is that Uncle Larry? Is that a micro penis? <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Larry, is that a chode or a micro penis? I can't tell. Is it a chode micro? A mic chode? Um, yeah. So that's what the reference is from. Some some people who went to Ontario, um, what do you call it? Uh, primary schools probably have seen that video. Shout out Aaron Pub Aaron Public EPS. Ooh, yes, Shout out to all EPS. of our EPS listeners. We know we know you're listening right now. We know you're listening. Yeah, we we know you, you showed up for syndication. You're here for syndication. Um, EPS, you made it. EPS. All right, Cameron. What is one thing you wish you could have unseen? Uh, one thing I wish I could have unseen. Um. If uh, you okay, remember, um, uh, well, I mean, we certainly can all remember the uh, two girls, one cup. Oh yeah. Do you remember this video? Uh, it starts off um very, you know, there's like kind of like some sultry music behind it, and there's these two sexy ladies in a in in bikinis or something. And then next thing you know, they're just next thing you know, you've already come. Next thing you know, and and then <laughs> while you're in the middle of cleaning up, you're like, oh, well, where's the <laughs> tissue? Then they just start eating shit, <laughs> literally. Yeah. It kind of and it ends up looking kind of like a like soft serve ice cream. <laughs> I think it was just soft serve ice cream. Everybody's seen that video too. We've all seen. If it. you ask anyone between the ages, probably of what would you say is the bottom age? To have seen that. I'm going to say like we're probably the bottom. We are, I'm going to say we are probably the bottom. If I said, like, have you heard of Two Girls, One Cup, if it's like a 22-year-old, they're going to be like, no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm going to Yeah, I'm gonna say that's a little too young for that. Um, okay. But that wasn't even the one I wish I didn't see. In the vein of that, there were a lot of two blanks, one blank kind of videos that followed in the aftermath. All right. sorts and of And you always come. <laughs> And every time I'm cleaning up is where the gross thing happens. But there was one, um, I don't know if you can recall it, it was called One Man, One Jar. Nope. Okay, no, so again, so here I am, cleaning up my cum. Um, so the bit was, a guy sits on a glass, like a tomato oh, sauce no. jar, and it breaks in there. Like, it, like, he, like he starts to sit on it, and then it... And then... It starts bleeding. It was just like yeah, too much. I've said too much already. Old slobs, look oh. up one guy, one jar, or don't. I mean, this look is the one up. thing you wish in your life you could not, you have unseen. You're like, watch it, yeah, watch it. I, 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 have I, to I go think I wish. It. I think I wish I could unsee that one, uh, because it was, it, yeah, it's gross. 
there's, you know, as soon as the blood starts kind of trickling down, and I'm covered in my own jizz. And so yeah. then I have like, this. I don't know how to feel about tomato I, sauce. I have this crazy juxtaposition going on. Yeah, I can't eat fucking spaghetti without getting hard. I, I, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my parents used to have to keep all the ragu locked away. Uh, it was, it was really, <laughs> it was a tough one for me, uh, for a little bit there. Oh God. <laughs> That's an episode of name. Ragu makes me hard. Ragu makes me hard. Look it up. We're in syndication now, baby. You can't stop us. The train has left the station. Oh boy. Okay. Well, that was the end of, uh, our spiciest round of, uh, wheel of death. Hope you enjoyed that one. That, that was, was a lot of fun. Write. That was a lot of fun. Let us know to seasonspot.gmail.com. Maybe you have uh, experiences of your own. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> Putting shit up your ass and then getting hard. Yeah. Okay. Tell us. <laughs> hey, slobs. What makes you hard? Let us know. Uh, leave us a voice note to seasonspot.gmail.com. Maybe you can be featured on our newest yeah. segment. What makes you hard? hard. <laughs> Is it pasta sauce? Is it ice cream? <laughs> what is it? What is it? Uh, that what was a lot of fun. Hard. That's a lot of fun. Let's move okay. on with the show then, shall we? Because it's been a little few weeks from now, Cam. Our episode ninety nine was uh, our live episode. Of course, we were in uh, we were in your basement. We had a great time at the party. Um, and then last week, Cam um, was supposed to be our big episode one hundo, but then you kicked off to Las Vegas again. Very uh, sporadically trying to live kind of a just like a lot of fantasies. You were trying to do a leaving Las Vegas thing. You were trying to do a fear and loathing in Las Vegas thing. You were trying to do a Flintstones and Viva Rock Vegas thing. Uh, none of which worked. You came back. Two black eyes. Um, very, you know, uh, holes in your pockets. But you loved it. It was fun. Yeah. I'm how much am I down? We don't talk about these things. We don't you know, talk. you only talk about the winning. It's inappropriate to discuss finances, people. So yeah. let's move on um to a segment that we used to do every single week. And we'll continue to do every week every single week because we only have five minutes to recap an episode of MacGyver. That's right, we're talking MacGyver in Fiverr. Fiverr. Ma 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 MacGyver in five. It's time for MacGyver in Fiverr. MacGyver in Fiverr. It's time for MacGyver in Fiverr. Because we only have five minutes to recap this week's episode of MacGyver. <laughs> Fiverr, Fiverr, race car driver. Um... I left my notes upstairs. I'm going to run and grab them. Phil hey. Time. Uh, hey, Phil Time just walked in. Um, Phil Time, uh, one of the uh, one of the hosts of Phil in the Blanks. Um, we're uh, very excited. Uh, kind of like a, a, a show that's uh, kind of associated here with Two Season of Pod. We are, he is recording. Uh, Phil Time is recording uh, Phil in the Blank at the Two Season Pod studio, which is very exciting. Um, as the studio gets bigger, and um, of course, Kim Mitchell, thanks for listening. Cam's returned with his notes. Look at that. Look at that. Is and there any white on my nose? Uh, yeah, you've got the old, uh, you're having some powdered donuts. Snowing in January, it's, baby. It's, okay, let's the, kick this off. The time it should be snowing, and the time it should be snowing. So here's the bit. Here's the bit. We only have five oh, minutes. Oh, are you a Fauci believer? You believe in climate change, huh? 
All right. Let's I, kick didn't, this. I didn't think Fauci was exclusively. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, but what? But I, whatever. Either way. Uh, yeah, you lizard people. All right. <laughs> sure. Uh, either way, we know what that means. We have five minutes to recap uh, this week's episode of MacGyver. Of course, we're talking episode sixteen. Every time she smiles. Every time she smiles. Well, let's see. I took pretty detailed notes on this one, so this one's probably gonna have to be a. Pretty quick read-through. Well, at least um, a pretty quick read-through for me. Uh, Cam, we're putting five minutes on the clock. Are you ready? No. Yes. <laughs> okay, Cam, are you ready? Five, four, three, three, two, and go! Opens up in Bulgaria in a city where there's people sitting around a chessboard with a bunch of townies where MacGyver walks in uh, seemingly after his hand has broken to get a hand-delivered postcard given to him uh, by a man playing chess to bring back to the USA. At the airport, he meets Penny Parker, an annoying model who slips a jeweled-filled earrings into his pockets while online. Um, and at that moment, the guards come to Penny to look for these earrings, only to find that she doesn't have them. The metal detector goes off while Mac is walking through, and they swarm him and detain him and Penny. At the back room of the airport, Penn and Mac are handcuffed together, and Mac uses a handcuff to, sorry, a coat hanger to break through the drywall to find the conveyor belt of the airport is right behind the wall beside them. He attaches a chair to the metal cloth clothing hanger and uses the hook to lasso the conveyor belt, bursting the chair through the wall, creating an opening and allowing them to escape. The state officials, Stefan, uh, meet to discuss the next steps, and we learn that those earrings cost $700,000. The government now wants the man who gave Mac the postcard with the micro... Fish. Okay, yeah, that's a word. Um, wrote these a week ago. <laughs> the jeweler was the jeweler, the jeweler. was his mother's. Back in the park, Pac, Mac, and Penny are being chased by the officials who chase them inside the merry-go-round. Mac uses the center of the merry-go-round, or goes into the center of the merry-go-round, increases the speed, then drops bolts into the engine, jamming the merry-go-round, and sending the officials who chase them onto the merry-go-round flying. Mac and Penny escape with their life. Go ahead, Cam. Uh, okay, yes, yeah, so now Mac and Penny have met up at a restaurant where they're planning their next move. Their plan is to break in Stefan's apartment uh, and find the jewels uh, and the microfilm <laughs> from MacGyver's bag. Uh, we get a it was a week ago. We get a quick makeout session at the table, though, before Mac heads out next. Uh, so back to our old spy friend in Bulgaria, the man that Mac met up with who got the microfilm at the chess uh, at the chess game and well this old man's getting waterboarded by a man named Petrovich um, and he threatens his family and uh, he says hey I'm gonna kill them all if you don't give me Mac's info and guess what this motherfucker spills the beans immediately on Mac and Penny and uh, um, lets them know about what their next move is he figures out his information all he needs and then Stefan is off to his apartment to get the jewels which is exactly where Mac is breaking into at that moment he finds the bag with the goodies but suddenly there's a knock at the door. It's Penny! And she just 
apparently walked right in the front door because she knows the doorman. Just then we hear Keys trying to unlock the door. Mac hides in the kitchen, but then Stefan opens the door to Penny sitting on a couch in the dark in the kitchen. Mac grabs rat poison, salt, floor cleaner, and mixes it all into a pot. Uh, he takes a cup of lard, which is a very common household product, uh, wraps it in newspaper and sprinkles some oven cleaner while redirecting the natural gas line from the stove towards the solution to, as he says, marinade for a little bit. Mac comes out to greet Stefan, and he is, well, just stalling for time while his concoction starts to bubble up, and boom! Big explosion! Mac knocks out Stefan before him and Penny run out the door with the rest of the tenants. They hop in Stefan's car, and they hit the road. They find shelter at Petrovich's country home, uh, but their car is out of gas, and Stefan has every gas station on lock looking for these two. Just then, Stefan walks in, hoping that Penny would have remembered this house, and he was right. Petrovich is there, too, so Mac hands him the secret microfilm before Petro tells Stefan to kill Mac and Penny. Kill him! Dead! Shoot him! But Stefan's a little bit hesitant to do so. He tries to take the gun away from Petrovich. Mac knocks him out, and now Stefan joins him and Penny as they hop into a car and drive off right before the KGB get there. So now it's a race to the border, which we've done before, by the way. Mac climbs out the sunroof of the car and jumps onto the back of a diesel truck that's driving right in front of them. He ruptures the diesel line of the truck and sprays diesel and water out onto the road behind them. The KGB cars slide around out of control and boom! Another big explosion. One of the KGB cars flips out, explodes. They've been stopped. They climb safely across the border to neighboring Greece. They're stopped by a Greece pol officer, police officer who asks for their passport. Right before Matt can think of something witty to say, Penny yells out, Constantine? The officer recognizes Penny. It looks like everything is going to be okay because when it comes to Penny, every time she smiles. And that was it. Wow. Four seconds off on the clock. That was a good one. Beautiful job. Beautiful job. Yeah, I watched that two weeks ago and I just had notes on it, so... That was the first read through in a while. So hopefully it made sense. Yeah, I felt a little slow. Felt like a kid trying to read uh, Shakespeare in class a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I was never a good reader in class. You were never a good reader out of class. So yeah. either one, either one. But that's great. We'll be back uh, episode 17 next week. We're coming up on the end of uh, of MacGyver season one, too. See, it's really flown by just like Knight Rider did. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so I guess A team next. Um, seven episode seventeen is next, but I think there's no 20... a, a team. I said A team. Oh, uh, we haven't talked about it. We haven't talked about the next. Uh, we haven't talked about the next one. So yeah, we'll have we have probably seven more weeks until uh, we have a new show we need to watch. Let us know two seasons at gmail dot com. What do you want it to be? Yeah, I've heard Decker is a, a popular show that kids are listening to these days. No, you say kids. Yeah, the kids. The kids. The kids of the ki- the kids who were kids in the eighties. Right, 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 right. While watching this old Ted Danson show, right? <laughs> Ted Danson. I think it's Ted Danson. All right. <clears throat> well, um what's what, 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 what do we got for time here, Cam? I mean, I guess we're in syndication now. What are you we doing? Do whatever what, are you we, do, what are you doing tonight anyway? We can do whatever night. we want. It's Saturday night. Well, uh this is the first night that I've actually had off or like this full day and i mean i should be no been working a lot still and with the move like uh the next couple days first kind of few days where i can kind of just do stuff (laughs) you know kind of you know i i sort of have you know the house is mostly clean and everything's put away but my little area of the desk is kind of like shit could be shit could be put away um but i think tonight we're gonna be checking out that new adam mckay film there on netflix don't look up with uh oh yeah 
watch that. DiCaprio and stuff. Um, we were also gifted a uh, a popcorn maker. Oh, nice! And it's this That's real fun. cool looking. Uh, you know, it's probably sits you know a foot and a half or two feet tall, boxy, and then it, it looks like the it looks like the one they have at the movies. You know, it's like a there's a glass. Uh, That's fun. Glass windows that open up, and there's the pot hanging there in the middle. You can melt butter on it too. So I think we're just uh, looking forward to just kind of lounging around for the evening, and then uh, yeah. hit, hit the links. To, hit the links first thing tomorrow. Fuck. Yeah, I gotta get some more. Uh, plastic golf balls so i can Sca- so you can scare pedophiles yard. in your front yard <sighs> scare pedophiles are volunteers but sometimes there's no difference amen just ask yeah. just ask um, the catholic church am i right <laughs> by the way em. kicking off this next hundo uh we're getting a lot more topical uh it's oh, gonna yeah. be a lot we're kind of turning this into a uh like a weekend a joe rogan-esque episode oh Oh, I was gonna say this weekend update. I was gonna say weekend oh. update uh, on uh, SNL. But Cam, I think you you really want to make it into a Rogan style show where no matter who we talk to and what their profession We're, is, it's we just talk about the vaccine. It's just talking about COVID. If there's yeah. one person for somebody who is so against it, he sure loves talking about it. I know it's ridiculous. It's, it's like, like do you now talk when I about listen to it? You just pull the dragger ahead, and you're like, still, it's been forty minutes. Like, do you talk? How do you talk about things you hate? Like, um, I, I talk about things I like. I talk about wrestling. I talk. I like talking about. Uh, um, I'm I'm an I'm an advocate for wearing uh, like um, um, you know kind of thermal underwear in the winter. I'll talk about that all day. I love that yeah. shit. Um, but I, I don't talk about things that I hate. Yeah, I mean, it, it seems to occupy his mind a lot, but I think that also is because um, he, he, I mean, he can't come to Canada, so he had to cancel his shows there. Mm-hmm. So it's probably making his income uh, disappear and... Uh, I, I shouldn't say that. He's well, and of course, no, we're starting, well, Cam and I, I, I think this is a good place to say, we are starting a new podcast, um, the Joe Rogan Experience, 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 where experience. we Re- recap review. We, the, the, Joe Rogan the Joe Rogan Experience, Experience, which is a review podcast of the Joe Rogan Experience. Um, and we're only doing old episodes. Yeah, we're starting off at episode one. Uh, we're not doing new ones. We're kind of we're we're working our way through the catalog. Like we're trying to watch Sopranos for the first time. We're starting yeah. at number one, and we're gonna see how far we can go before we either kill ourselves or each other. Has there been a television show? A little bit off topic here, but thought the Sopranos little segue from there. That's right. Know how to segue. Of course. I, well, no. I can see the how to for dummies uh, <laughs> books on your shelf. So you know how the um, Star Wars wouldn't be in chronological order how they were released? Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, is there any shows like that for seasons that are popular? Okay, what do you mean? So like, for so, example... Like season one would have happened post season three. Um, that is a good question. I don't know. Nothing really comes to mind. Uh. Yeah. I'm sure there. Are- I mean, it's it's kind of a weird thing to do, even in movies. So, so actually, movies is easier because one sitting, a season you want to see what's going to happen next, what ha- not what happened before. Like Better Call Saul is a prequel, but different show. That's a prequel that cuts to a couple post, 
Breaking Bad yeah. moments, you know, kind of in and out there. Uh, that is a good question. I'm going to say... Uh, um, should we come up with a show that has very bad chronological order and call it art? <laughs> yeah, we're just... <laughs> if you call it art, nobody can say it sucks. That's how we'll it works. We only get paid in Ethereum. That's how it works. We only get paid in fictional it money. It won't be a television show. It'll be an NFT, which yes. is also a television show. Yes, NFT the show, uh, which is... Yeah, yeah. I, I, NFT yeah, I the think show, be, I th which does not have a timeline. Yeah, that would be too hard, I think. You know, just because in the Star Wars thing, like, he made 4, 5, 6 because he had the idea for 1, 2, 3. But 1, 2, 3 wouldn't make any sense. It wouldn't really make sense without 4, 5, 6 there already. If that kind of makes sense. I never watched the Star Wars films, so. And I, I think I pretty much told that because you called them the Star Wars. <laughs> you, sound, you sound like you sound like uh sound like i said the star wars films yes okay yeah 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 well there's i wouldn't i you can't say yeah because i wouldn't make sense if i say i never seen star wars films well there's a couple they, 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 they have some live action shows out there the book of boba fett the mandalorian which yep, are either i think like are between things uh, like the mandalorian is like you know it, it fits there in a time frame of its own shit uh, the Mar it, it the Marvel the Marvel movies are a little bit all over the place in terms of time, even like as they were released. You know, like the Iron Man was the first MCU movie, but there's two movies which happened before it. Hmm. Right, those came out like the those came out later. Like the the Captain America, the first Captain America movie happens in the 40s. It happens in World War II, but then like the Captain Marvel movie happens in the 90s. Although that movie was like the 20th released or something, so. Here, okay, here's an idea. Um, once a month, you give me a wreck for a movie. I would say weekly, but there's no chance I would watch it in a week. Yeah, that would be fun. Maybe a new little segment where it's kind of like a weekly recommend thing. I, but like I said, well, no, I, do weekly, but no, but it, not, it doesn't. But have to, maybe you, yeah, Cam, it's not about you. Maybe it can be about our listeners too. Like we, you know, we it's it, the, the segment's called recommend or pretend, where you recommend a book to some. You know, hey, I read this book, or hey, I um, did the, just something. something <laughs> I, I, I recommend reading. I recommend. Which book did you read? I don't want to get into the details of it. I read the back of a hamburger helper box. I would really recommend <laughs> sort of getting out there, using your eyes. I like the cat in the hat. <laughs> hop, you got hop on pop, um, all the places you'll go. Hop on pop. Green eggs and ham. Uh, I'll give you my rec, which I'm about halfway through right now, is The American Factory, which is on Netflix documentary. Um, got a bunch of nom nominations. It's about a Chinese company that comes to Dayton, Ohio, and tries to institute the Chinese way of manufacturing uh, documentary. And you just get to see the clash between Chinese manufacturing and how Americans work. Very good. Very interesting. Would recommend. There you go. There you go. Recommend or pretend, baby. Uh, I don't know. What are we pretending? Maybe I don't we know. Come... Well, I'm trying to think of a rhyme. We can, we can do. We don't always have to rhyme everything. Yeah, it, it's it fun. Ha has to. <laughs> yeah, read the contract. It has read the contract. Cam, now you did not. <laughs> I I I spent. I, we're in syndication. We're in syndication. I spent. You know, I, I read through the entire thing, Cam. It really feels like you just sort of blasted right through it. I just signed the details. You know, sign the dotted line. No clue what you signed for. But yeah, that's a great idea. Uh, that'll yeah. be a lot of fun. Never do. Check out that documentary cam. Should we get to our final game of the day? 
I would love to, Cameron. Let's get to our final, the Ooh, final segment um, of uh, of the big hundo episode. Let's bring you some headliner asinine. Hey, 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 headline or asinine. Let's do it. I can kick us off today. We know how the game's played. Fake headlines, real headlines, and God can. By this point, we've played this game almost every single episode. Uh, yeah, we've played this one a lot. Yeah, probably probably starting around like episode like seven or eight or something was when we decided to play it every day, or sorry, every week rather. So by this point, we've heard approximately six hundred headlines. Wow, sixty, crazy, six hundred, yeah, crazy man, crazy. Yeah. All right, Cameron, um, headliner last time. Top Excel gurus will battle it out in esports like competition. Now that's cool because there is so much to excel that I don't know about. Um, you know, sort of my employer gives me like an invoice template that I fill out and then give that back uh, to be paid. And the and you know you, you know where you, where you can do it like a thing where it does the math for you in something. Yes, I know how Excel works. Oh yeah. my, I'm impressed every single time it happens. I just type it in. It impresses a I lot type of in, people at my work. I type in the, my rate, and I type in the amount of hours, and then boom! Just in the next fucking column over there, it just does the math for me. I felt like Incredible. a chump sitting there with my calculator. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's wild. Um, But yeah, and you know, the popular, I think, I think the popularity of esports kind of mixed with the popularity of the very niche kind of like wow that's cool market yeah could actually yield some good results so i am gonna say that's a headline this is a headline that was actually broadcast on espn3 or youtube where financialing modeling wizards would go towards a ten thousand dollar prize they had 128 participants in an esports like competition where you i don't know if you ever watched esports but you have different guys' screens and their faces. I mean, their faces aren't showing much emotion. They're not, like, trying to be... Um, think about going to an office and looking at someone staring at a screen. They don't look... They look a little soulless, kind of like someone in a slot machine. So that's what you're really getting. Uh, the participants that ended up winning, I think he was from India. I don't have his name here, but the goal was to yeah, get a case study, a financial case study, and model it out. Um, pretty complicated stuff. Looked at it a little bit over my head, but you should see the way these guys move around Excel. Wow. <laughs> wow, these Excel Excelsiors. Hey, Cam. All right, hit me up. I go in here for you. Uh, headliner asks nine, Saudi Arabian scientists promote women to mammals. Oh, my Lord. Saudi Arabia scientists promote women. I'm curious what the one before that was. Was it reptiles? Like, what? Wh where were they sitting in, in that in the genealogy before that, or just like non-existent beings? Right. It's kind of like um, it's kind of like how cab companies. You're like, oh, do you know any uh, other cabs around town? Like, I don't consider Uber a cab. And they'll and if you're in Saudi Arabia, like, do you know any other people around here? Like, I don't consider women mammals. Like, well, what do you consider it then? Um, that being said, I know I don't have the greatest respect for women down there, like pff, notoriously, uh, but I think they have a little more respect than to at least call them mammals. So I'm going to call a little bit of bullshito on this one, Cameron. Cam, that's when ass nine, I made it up. Didn't know. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
have you ever heard of a have you ever heard of a keto like uh the diet carb no the martial art on carb a keto is the one that Steven Skull practiced. Oh, um, doing doing the splits on two trucks. <laughs> Shit like that, yeah. <laughs> All right, Cameron, well, we got a bullshito or a keto for you Ooh, here. Ooh, I like that. Um, it's a prank, bro. YouTube prank gets a man sent to U.S. What is it? USP Florentine Max Security Prison. Yeah, I mean, you know, everyone's doing the pranks for the, uh, you know, for the the YouTube channels and stuff like that. That's the new thing. These kids doing pranks. Um, Been around for about fifteen years. That's the new thing. <laughs> and they're always so bad. Like I, pranks suck when they're on yeah. strangers. You know, yeah. it's the prank on the stranger. That's the. Like, I like the one. Okay, here's the one prank I do like on the stranger. Where it doesn't hurt them in any sense, but it's like, <laughs> hey, would you mind watching my bag for a second? And then they leave to like go to the washroom. Then they come out and they're like 40 years older and they're like, thanks, man. And then the person's just like super confused. Yeah, that's a, like a jackass style thing. Like when Preston Lacey goes into a porta potty, makes a bunch of noise, and then Wee Man comes out. Like, yeah. that's <laughs> funny. No one is yeah. hurt. But yeah, like when you're, if you're, um, but to get you in federal, like maximum prison, I mean, God, I, like it, it, you, you want to say like it's you want to say that you know how would that be possible? But it's probably very possible, right? You know, the day started off, you thought it was gonna be a great prank. By the end of the day, you're being tasered in the back of a fucking police car with handcuffs on, all because you wanted to get a couple more followers. I'm really excited to hear the story. Uh, I hope it is a story. So I'm gonna say that's a headline. This one's asinine, Cam. This one's a little bit of bullshito for you. I, I think it'd be difficult to get a maximum security, but I could see it happening, especially if you're like, this is a robbery. This is a robbery for views. Exactly. Like if like you fake, you, if, that's arm. Yeah. If you fake a robbery, it's still a robbery. Like if you want, you know, you, you, you have, a, you have like a, you have a fake gun, but you walked into a fucking jewelry store with a, you know, like a mask on, on your, on your face. And that's still not allowed. Okay, Cam, I'm going here for you. Headliner asked nine, Air Canada employee fell down stairs in her home and is eligible for workers' compensation. Uh, Air Canada, I mean, what? Yeah, I mean, I think if you get someone injured at work and then you get injured at home because of that, you're allowed to... Sorry if there's noise in the back. And we got this toy for Darla and it rolls and it makes sounds. So we'll uh, try and kick her outside or just push her to the side there. Um, dogs for you. Dogs, am I right, people? What's up with them? Are you a cat person? Uh, I tell you, something about cats. <laughs> um... Where's it going with this? Uh, so yeah, Air Canada. I, I, this doesn't seem like that crazy of a headline to me. I mean, if I got hurt on the job and then extenuated that injury at home, I still blame my workplace, right? Is that the China way of doing it? As you'll see in American Factory, no, it isn't. In a Canada or America, yes, it is. That's a chic Akito. Cam, that is a headline here for you. I think you did misunderstand the headline slightly a bit. 
because I seem to do that often. You seem to do that often. You hear what you want to hear, and then you just go for it. Okay, and this is a story out of Quebec, where a judge ruled that an Air Canada call center employee who hurt themselves while falling down the stairs at their house actually suffered a workplace injury and will be able to claim compensation. The rule. Oh, see, I heard it. I heard it correctly. I just assumed you, that they okay, were Okay, maybe hurt you on, assumed something yeah. different. Yeah. So the ruling was given by down by a uh, uh, judge, uh, Philip Bouvier, who agreed that any work from home due to COVID-19 does count as an area which falls under work workers' compensation. Your home office is an extension of the office that your employer would provide for you. Uh, this happened back in September to a woman named Alexandra Jean-Cile who is an Air Canada customer service agent working her regular shift from her home office. She logged off her computer um, to, uh, from her second floor office and started walking uh, downstairs for her lunch break and on her way downstairs, tripped down the staircase and stumbled down, resulting in the injury. She argues that uh, she injured herself while exiting her workplace and therefore was eligible for compensation, which in Quebec is 90% of her salary for up to two years. Air Canada tried to argue that the fall on the stairs did not occur during work since she was no longer in her professional sphere, but in her personal sphere uh, because the fell happened when she was on her way to the kitchen and not in the office itself. Uh, so they claim that Air Canada is not responsible for the safety of an employee in their personal space. The judge disagreed, saying that the injury fit the definition of a sudden and unexpected event that occurred during work. Wow. Good to know. So, like, Good to know. judging by that, Cam, if you're standing, if you're, like, sitting at your desk and your bookshelf falls on you somehow and cracks your skull open, that's workers' Fuck, comp. Yeah. Can't wait. Yeah. 2020, new year, new me. Uh-huh. 2022, whatever we're at. All right, Cameron. Headliner last time. Woman buries husband alive in backyard to help him attain immortality. Um. Yeah, I guess, uh, you know, some people, you must believe something, you know, if I'm buried, you know, this way, if I do this kind of ritual, then I'll live forever. Um... But the thing with that is, like, the thing that's me about that is that immortality doesn't necessarily mean, like, super strength. If you're buried in a casket six feet under the ground, even if you can live forever, how the fuck are you going to get out? Are you going to have to do that, like, five-inch, that two-inch punch that Uma Thurman does in Kill Bill Volume 2? We're not all Uma. Um... So, yeah, I'm going to assume this. they died. Uh, but how do you figure that out? You know, like, do, 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 you know, are you kind of like, okay, you'll be immortal in three hours, so I'll just sit and watch TV, and I'll see you when you're back. And then he doesn't come back, and then you're like, oh, it's been, it's been more than three hours now. It's been more than four hours. Maybe I should check on him. And he's too late. And he's too late. He said, unless they rang the little bell thing, like you see in old school cemeteries, they have the bell that rings up. Uh, terrifying when it's windy outside. Yeah, yeah. Terrifying when it's windy outside. Um, this sounds a little bit crazy, so I'm gonna say it's asinine. This one's a headline out of a region in India where a man who believed he had spoken to God built a temple because he was near the end of his life. So he builds a temple, says, hey, I've heard from God. We just got to bury me alive, and then I'll come back rejuvenated without any of these illnesses. The wife seems to go along with it without questioning anything, uh, as a good wife does, you know? Um, Anyway, so this goes on, and then the daughter comes home and goes, hey, where's dad? 
Mom starts to just get a little bit silent and goes, uh, you know, people leave without their shoes and their keys and their phone. And What's then up, they Shannon? go, is that, is, is that a temple in the back? They go, yeah, don't go inside. Don't worry about that temple. Immediately calls the police. The police come and, uh, yeah, they're getting in some legal trouble right now because apparently, um, you probably shouldn't allow someone to try and immortalize themselves. I don't know. I don't know how that system works. Well, I guess it would be like that's manslaughter. You did something that resulted in somebody dying. Yes, but I did like I, if you help build the temple, maybe. But if you let them go inside the temple, right? I don't know. There, there, there's complexities to it. Yeah. Thanks, thanks, Doctor Kavorkian. What's that reference? Is that uh, Star Trek? Do- no, no, no. It was a re- fuck. Doctor Kevorkian, uh, the man who kind of like invented doctor uh, assisted suicide. Um, he he built a suicide machine with like a series of like things, and uh, it was pretty much like set you up in a way that you sat down in the chair, and then yeah. he was like strap you in, whatever, you're ready to go, and then he fills up the needles with you know kind of like the stuff they do. Hey, oh, and like um, when you're on death row, you know, like a lethal injection. And he made it away, so he tells them, if you press this button, the needles will come down, it'll inject you, and you will die. And then he leaves the room. So, he's not killing... Like, it, was, it was a whole thing in the 90s. It was a whole thing. Uh, but yeah, doctor-assisted suicide. That's how That's how they Can't, make... Remember the suicide pods we were well, talking about a couple weeks ago? Yeah, yeah. Same. Well, old, old slobs, old old slobs, slobs remember this no. one, Cam. What is the number one lowest, um, let's look at the way I phrase this, the lowest rate of malfunctioning death row? Oh, uh, yeah, we talked about this once, yeah. Do you remember what it is? I don't, know. The one that with the least complications? I don't. Was it lethal? Firing squad. Firing, right, firing squad. Right, right, right. Yeah, lethal injection is like 5%. It's pretty high. Wow. Freaky. Okay, Cam, one final headline here for you. Headliner asks nine, Amazon's Alexa tells 10-year-old girl to stick a paper clip in a light socket. Oh. Ooh. Well, I believe that it just pulls generated results from the internet, which is just the most common one and most accepted one. Now, you'd think there'd be some boundaries on it to say, like, how can I generate electricity with a paper clip? Um, you know, put put a little bit of safeguards, but you know what? Kids these days they're shelf bred everything. I go to the playground across the street. There's padding on the ground. Back when I was young, I saw four different he- kids crack open their heads, and you know what? And to them, it made them tougher or dead. These kids these days, they can't even get shocked, right? Can't even unbelievable. Can't even do it. Kids, can't even do it. Kids these days. Um, I'm gonna say headline because it just pulls from the internet, and just that's probably a common result. Cam, that one's asinine. I made it up. Fuck. Fuck, fuck, fuck. But, I hate myself. But that is pro- This year sucks. That is probably how, um, you know, Amazon, things like that work. So watch out. Be a Google home yeah. like the rest of us. God damn it. God damn it. Yeah. And that was all the time we have for the episode this week. The big hundo. We kicked it off in style. We're bringing you episode yeah. 101 next week. You're going to want to come back. Rate, review, like, and subscribe. The show is everywhere. Reach out to us, 2 at gmail.com. If you have a product you want to push, 
or even a question, or even uh, for one of us, both of us, we don't know. Uh, so reach out to us however you can, and uh, can't wait for that two hundo. Now we're working to that. Can't. Yeah, and goal, goals in the past now. Couldn't make it happen last year, but we already crushed one this Amen. year. Amen. And never forget, people, next time you're at the vending machine buying a soda, vending machines kill more people in a year than sharks do. I'm Cam LeClaire, signing off. Take care, folks. Tonight on Two Seas in a Pod... 96.7 on your Two C's in a pot, 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 two C's in a